Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show, episode number 59. We are continuing to talk about security. But before we jump into our topic time, I got to find out, Cal, you took a COVID test last week. And I want to know, we all want to know. Drum roll, please. Was that a good one? That, <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, actually, it's so cute because I've had numerous people like DM me or text me and ask me. So both Ian and I uh, showed up as negative. Um, But here's the funny part. My mom is my mom. I love my mom, but she's freaking psycho. Like she is (laughs) over the top on this. And so when I called her to tell her, because she's the first person, the only reason I really did it, because neither of us have symptoms. It was just, we were doing it because Jake and his roommates have it. I call her and I said, Hey, we're in the car. We just got our results. She goes, you just did it today. And I'm like, I know we just got our results. We're negative. And she's like, Oh, you did the rapid test. That one is null and void. That is the wrong test. I was, I just was like deflated. I was like, come on, mom. I really was doing this for you. (laughs) And, and I really feel good about what we did. And we go nowhere. We go nowhere. No, and you still don't have any symptoms. And, None. And, and you know what? I, I, and we've talked about this. There are two sides to this topic. And there are the people who are pretty casual about it. And then there are other people that are pretty hyped up about it and, and fearful. And I think a lot of it has to do with like who in your life has been affected by it. So obviously Absolutely. people who yeah. have more positive outcomes right? Feel less fear. And those who've experienced trauma and tragedy are way more fearful. So I get it. Like I, I think everybody's got their own thought about it and, and that's fine, but I am happy to hear that. Thank Thank you. Yeah. I, I feel good. I'm still, you know, I'm still literally going to do the 14 days and make sure I still haven't been anywhere, but that's okay. Like it's, it's what I need to do to be safe. And, um, We'll, we'll go from there, but it's all yeah. good. Thank you for asking. We're good. We are good. Negative. It's the very first, it's the first test that I failed that I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> well, and it's not like you to be so negative. <laughs> uh, well, it's definitely not my first test that I failed, but I felt really good about it. Usually I'm very depressed if I ever failed a test in the past. So it was a good, it was a good feeling. Oh, that's too funny. Well, we are going to talk today about security, and I hope that you feel pretty secure in that negative test. Um, Like I said, I'm super happy for you for having it. Um, So 
the thing that's interesting, because I think, you know, COVID for sure brings this up because people have, you know, strong opinions. In fact, Greg and I had gone on a walk over the weekend, kind of in between the rain, bouts of rain. And we had gotten into a discussion about wouldn't the world be a beautiful place if instead of people wanting to change one another's thoughts, we just accepted one another's thoughts. Like we just said, hey, you may think that. And I'm okay with it. This is what you talked on during your walk? We did (laughs) for a long time. We even got back home, poured some coffee and continued talking about, oh, we got deep on this. We got into political things and- Wow. Oh my gosh. We, we, yeah, we went pretty deep. We got, we got into the book of revelations and the Bible. Dang girl. Dang. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have good conversations. I love our conversations. Um, my conversations were cat with Callie are usually go potty, go potty, go potty. Good girl. So I'm not getting that into it, but wow. Good for you guys. <laughs> But that was like, my big thought is like, if we could get out of other people's thought models and like Mm. not be upset when somebody is thinking something that, that we don't believe, because here's the thing about thoughts, just a reminder to all of you is that thoughts aren't right or wrong. Like just sit with that for a minute. Thoughts aren't right or wrong. They're just beliefs. So just to let you know, your topic, I can just say. Your, your Wi-Fi kind of is stinky right now. So it's really slow and you are trying oh, to be no. slow. So you sound really, 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 yes, great. You know, great. I think it's okay. Um, but your you thoughts. Know, whole- oh, you're talking over me. It's my turn. You ready? I think thoughts are definitely ours we we get to have those but in the world we're living in right now I feel that people are taking those thoughts and creating these feelings that are just that they feel like they have to create these results of posting and doing all this negativity you know I just I you know I think I shared one with you yesterday that I just it's like man, people I love, I love these people. And they're posting things that are just truly very negative. And it's like, you're allowed to have your own thoughts and your own feelings. But when you start posting things publicly that are just, it's really hard for me. Like I have to bite my tongue and not that I would ever, um, what is it? Unfollow? Is that what you call her? Uh-huh. Unfollow. I, I, that's not who I am, but I still in the same breath, you know, I want to say a prayer. I want to just say, oh, baby, like, mm." and not my place to tell you, oh, you should undo this. It's yours. You own it. But, oh, so not me. So not me. I I just chill out, peeps. Chill out. Well, you even had shared one that you had seen at one point. And I remember in my head just thinking, I don't know if you remember from that movie, Elf at Christmas time, right? The one with Will Ferrell and he's yeah. like oversized elf. And at the end, um, when they're in the father's office 
And he's like, oh, you're an angry elf. <laughs> that is totally the line that popped into my head when I saw this. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. And I'm, I'm going to come over this table. <laughs> that was it. That was totally it. And so when I read this person's post, I was like, oh, wow, that person is an angry, angry elf. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But that's somebody else's thought download that I hope that person chooses to put some time into because it just seems like a miserable place to live. And I I certainly want to, wouldn't want to live there, but I will tell you personally, like this is something I have been working on now for a couple of years, because when you start something like a business and you put your heart and soul into something and you work the hardest you've ever worked and somebody doesn't like it, yeah. Oh, like, that's like, what? You don't like me? Like, that's what I was hearing. Yeah. I'm if sorry, I, can you take the knife out of my chest, please? Please take this knife out of my chest. Yeah, yeah. It could, because I did, I took it like it was a personal thing. And this is something I've been working on now for a couple of years. And I'm really happy to say that now if somebody says, you know, no, we don't like this program and nobody says it like that, but (laughs) if they were to say it like that, I would say in my own head, that's their thought. Like for whatever reason, like they don't, I mean, whatever the reason, there could be lots of different reasons why they don't like it. It's not me. And even if it is me that they don't like, they don't like the way I teach again, that's their thought. And I'm not, it's not my job to change anybody else's nope. thought. Not at all. And not it's everybody so likes pieces. <laughs> I think it's hard because I'm a fixer. And I literally, I mean, that's why I got my master's in counseling. I want to fix. And so when someone comes after me or you or someone I love, I want to fix it. I want like, okay, do I need to throat punch them? Because I didn't learn that in my master's program, but I still, what does that mean to fix somebody? Give me an example. An example would be, um, if someone was mean to you, my way of fixing is probably, um, bashing the person that hurt your feelings. Like I would, you know, and I hate to say that in my fifties, that's how I would handle it, but it probably would still be that versus, you know, I just got someone, our Canadian friend from our Canadian friend from Canada. Now that (laughs) is um, funny. She can't come to California now for the two months. And today she texted me and said, all right, talk me off this cliff. Basically. Like I only have negative thoughts. Help me with this. And I love that. I love that she came to me and asked me. And so, and I'm like, oh, I really wanted to go to lunch with her. Like there was so many negatives, but it's, I, you got to look at the positive. So instead of me throat punching the person who's mean, maybe just talking you and okay, what's, what's good about this? What, what could be something positive about this negative situation? There has to be something and not always like, I, I always picture death. I don't know why, but, and there's not, there's not a positive unless it, you know, they're in pain or something, but losing a child or something like that. There's, I, I will never try to come up with something positive. Never, because that's a horrible, horrible situation. So in where we're at right now is okay. We can find positives in these in our society, what we're looking at right now, there's, there's so many positives that you and I find daily, which I love. I want to be able to 
offer positives to our listeners. I, I mean, that's who we are. Yeah. Well, and I will say you have always been a very protective friend. And I think that's that protective <laughs> side of you that is like, you know, put them up, put them up. Don't you mess. <laughs> it is kind of like your, your, your Jersey girl. Like you told yeah. us a couple of weeks ago, like you should be a Jersey girl. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like I totally feel comfortable walking down a dark um, alley with you for sure. Um, <laughs> and although I would agree, like it would be pretty tough to come up with a positive and when it comes to death and children, oh my gosh, I can't even, I just, I can't, I can't mm. even, but I will say like, when I think of death right now, obviously I am going to, in my mind toward Greg's parents who are both on hospice and they're actually doing very well. They're doing very well, but we talk about death a lot. Um, and they, they talk about it. Like they say things like you need to know, we loved the life we lived. We have no regrets. We are so grateful. And the quality of life we're living now is not what it once was. And, and we welcome heaven. Like, so again, I think if, if for people who truly believe in eternity, like life here is, is just the end of one kind of living and then there's eternal life. So, yeah, but again, it's these thoughts. That's my thought. Other people are like, I don't believe that. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. 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 It's not our job to try and change your thoughts. Like that is so not us. (laughs) No. And, and again, even if it's something about you, so let's say Cal, that you just um, found out that uh, somebody who was listening to our podcast, um, a friend of a friend, it's terrible when it happens this way, but this does happen. A friend of a friend says, Oh, um, you know, I got to pick a name that we don't really know somebody of uh, Jamie, Jamie doesn't listen to you guys anymore. And we'd be like, oh, really? Jamie doesn't listen to us anymore? Why, why not? Uh, yeah, she just didn't agree with you guys. She just wasn't enjoying the show. She just, she just stopped listening. There was a time where I think that would play with our security. Yeah. Jamie's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. I, no. You know what? It's okay. I mean, both of us now are getting unsubscribers on our email list. It's okay. All the time. Yeah, if this is not where you need to be, it's okay. Let it go. Enjoy yeah. what you have. Like that's, a, yeah. I don't think either of us get upset about stuff like that. No, we don't, but Jamie's I will not say, a bitch, just to let you know, Jamie is yeah, not, Jamie, a bitch. we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing is there are times where I bet some people don't want to unsubscribe because they're afraid of hurting our friends. Like, I don't know if you've ever that, well, yeah, don't, don't do it, man. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually changed at the end of my emails. I changed it to now say unsubscribe here. Hey, no hard feelings. Like it says that right there. That is so funny because I, it's fine. If you want to unsubscribe, your inbox is full. I, I am not going to take it as like, you don't want to be friends anymore. You don't think I'm valuable in what I create and offer. It's like, just unsubscribe. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So let me change us, change us real quick. So when we're talking about security insecure, let's go back to time where we were young parents. We were never young parents, but we were parents of toddlers and we would be um, somewhere like Disneyland or Knott's Berry farm. And we're with our kids and security of how, how are you going to handle 
your kids in a public place, which is so much fun. And for you and I, we both did it very differently, but we also had people like, I remember seeing people with the dog leashes, like the leashes that were like a harness. Like a harness. Yeah. Dog leash. It's like, it's a dog leash. It's a dog leash. Like people had their kids on harnesses and that's an insecurity issue, I think. And I would giggle inside of my head and you and I did it differently. Your kids were like, Derek hung to my leg and Adam was climbing the nearest tree. (laughs) Well, he was a runner. He would like to just go. Like if he saw something he liked, he went like, he didn't care. Peace out. Like I'm out. (laughs) I was, I, yeah, I was pretty thin back in those days. (laughs) (laughs) I was was running all over the place after him. Yeah. I do believe that parents struggle with those insecurities. And I don't know if it's media that creates that where you, you hear so many negativities in regards to what happens to children. So you are over overly protective, but well, and yeah, I mean, I don't know how I would be as a parent today when you hear about the trafficking, the human trafficking that goes on. Yeah. And I mean, it could be, and especially what if you had somebody in your family that that happened to, or a friend that happened to like, Right. That's going to change one person's thought where somebody else is like, ah, you need to be a little more secure. Somebody else could be like, are you kidding? Do you know what can happen? Right. Like, it's not going to be in the toddler. It's going to be in the preteen that you would see those type of trafficking type stuff, which I agree. I agree. You like, I, I think my way of parenting was scare the crap out of my kids. Like I literally would share, you will be taken. You are cute and someone will steal you from me. And both of my boys never, never left my side. They're a little insecure now as a dad, but it's okay. (laughs) Maybe I need to get Ian into counseling and maybe that's why I'm blaming Jake is an addict. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but it worked when they were children uh, in the sense of they never, ever wondered. But having those insecurities now, I wonder where that would be. Like, like you said, with the trafficking and having young adults, like oh, where you and I were, like we would play in the street until the streetlights came on and, you know, my, we would get the whistle to come inside for dinner. Kids are never outside. And I mean, that's horrible, but in the same breath, it's scary. It's a scary world. So so I remember, yeah, when in the summers I would, um, my parents were divorced. And so in the summers I would stay with my dad and um, my stepmom, and she would very much be like, you guys just go outside, be back by dinner. And we literally would leave the three of us. We didn't tell them where we were going. We, we just knew we had to be back at a certain time, but they wouldn't have even known where to go to find us if we didn't right. return. And we had no phones back, back in the no. day. And this was elementary, elementary age. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about it. We're at, we're at totally in a different world. I wonder how it would be. Like, I would love to interview someone like having young kids now versus where, and not that we're old grandparents yet, but like, it is so different from where we grew up from us raising our kids to where like our students are raising their kids right now. Like what are, where are your securities now? Yes. Yes. And then I look at it on the other side too. So 
you had shown me an adorable post of a little little girl holding her daddy's hand. And, and I kind of went at it from like the little girl's perspective. Like when we're young, we hold on to the hand of a parent to feel secure. Yeah. But eventually we grow up. And what do we hold on to then? I think some women quickly go to be with a man in a relationship because they've always had that as their security and they feel like they need that to be secure. I mean, I, it's just, I love thinking about our thinking and, and why we do the things that we do. I mean, like I, I always was in a relationship. I've yeah. never really been single for any, any length of time, months, maybe never like a year. But isn't that most, I mean, honestly, it's most women, like you leave your house or you leave college with your roommates and you get in a relationship. So to be living on your own is not the, I mean, it's not, I'd be curious to know what the percentage is, honestly, because I mean, here I am. I mean, Ian leaves this week back up to college and I'll be here alone with my dog. And I'm, you know, I just shared with you, I am dreading it. I don't want him to leave. And I know he's in college. Go such an enabler. But now would you say that's an insecurity or you're just going to miss him? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? It's I'm in the new house. And so a little bit like it's kind of spooky. Like I, I'm going to be here all by myself and it's different stories. And I'm, I've only been in one stories in a long time. So it's kind of spooky. Um, so yes, a little bit of insecurity, honestly. And, sure. and then sadness because he's my buddy. Like, I, I mean, yes. I cook, we cook together. He cooks for me. I cook for him and we watch Ray Donovan together right now. Like <laughs> everything is togetherness and we just, you know, decorated his surfboard at, like, I don't want them to go. It's okay decorated, though. Decorated a surfboard? How do you decorate a surfboard? <laughs> we put lights and streamer. No. Um, he just bought a new like it's his seventh surfboard he just bought. And uh, we have paint pens and he wanted rails on it. So we bought we put rails and then yeah. Ah, we're so okay. cool over here. We're such These like, are. yeah, we're cool surfers. You are, you are <laughs> he cool. is, but I'm not, but I pretend I am. I can rock it. I love it. I love it. Well, and I know he does make um, a very great roommate and I know that you will meet him, miss him. Hold on. Um, he, hold on. He does not make a great roommate. He is a, he is not clean. He hey, is in some ways he makes a great roommate. Yeah. He so farts and he has really stinky farts. Nope. He stinks. Um, <laughs> he, is, he does not wash his sheets. No, he, he's just my, He's just okay. a good kid. Like this is awesome. perfect. This is a perfect example. And this is like the perfect wrap up as we kind of close this out. Life is full of the 50-50. Yep. Half of the time that you have spent with Ian has been joyful. He's like the best roommate 50% of the time. <laughs> yep. And the other 50% you're like, oh, he doesn't do this or this or this or that. And that is exactly kind of where we started at the beginning of this month when we talked about security. It's going to come and it's going to go 50% of the time. You're going to feel pretty secure. 50% of the time you're going to feel kind of insecure, 100% normal, but the real important piece and thing to do is to at least be aware of it and think about, 
do it. Is this, is this something a secure person does? Is this something an insecure person thinks? And then just put some time and thought into it as you kind of go throughout this week. Sound good? I love it. It's a good wrap up girl. I love it. So let's wrap it up. Let's just say we are already through the first month of 2021. This is crazy, but we cannot wait to see you in February. Until then, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.